Hey everyone, I'm Patrick Jones. Welcome to episode 64 of That Gives Me Anxiety. I don't know if I sound like it or it's visible, but man, allergies attacking. My eyes are burning. No, just spotted the first alligator of the season. Surprising. <laughs> I was just thinking that the other day. I turned the camera around, but I don't think you'd be able to see it that well. All right, the alligators are up. Let's go. Let's go do some stuff. No wonder I don't see those Canadian geese anymore. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go back up north. Oh, yeah, my head just feels... I remember there was like an ad in the 90s for cold medicine or, or uh, allergy medicine where it was just a person like holding their neck and it their head turns into a balloon. This, I think that describes it pretty well. You know, I even had to Google the the allergies in the area, right? You can get that weather report. Juniper? Apparently that's high. <laughs> I think cedar too. I have a very hard life, okay? <laughs> last night was the last night was the Super Bowl. I've got my Jets hat on because this is the start. This is the beginning of the new season. Last season's over. Let's go. Who knows how the Jets will fail us this year? It could be any way. It could be a brand new way. It probably will be. But today, step one, hope restored. <laughs> if you're not a sports fan, you're probably just like, man, this all sounds so pathetic. And it kind of is. <laughs> no, sports is just fun. And it's not, I'll tell you what's not fun. How badly I need to find a treadmill after everything I ate during the Super Bowl. It's just an excuse to eat. And go full American, right? That's what all of our holidays are. Stuff your fat American faces. <laughs> well, all right, I've got a great episode lined up for you today. Looking at public speaking from a different angle, I spoke with Ermi Hosan, who's got a lot going on in her life, both working professionally and she also, I guess it's works with, or I don't know the proper way of saying it, but works with Toastmasters, right? This, uh, organization that helps people work on their public speaking. And I know I've interviewed someone in the, in the past about who's a public speaking coach, but maybe this is a, a different way and in, in, in a way that speaks to you, right? I, I like the idea of there being multiple ways to attack something you want to work on because that's usually the case. And so if you don't want to hire a coach and, and you kind of just want to get up there and, and try it and be around other people who are nervous about it, right? There, there's a collectiveness that comes from everyone experiencing like a similar emotion like that. Maybe Toastmasters is for you. But before we start talking to Ermi, I just want to remind you that if you're liking the show, please remember to rate and review it, right? If you're listening on, let's say, Apple Podcasts, go in there, give it five stars, write a, way to go, Pat, right on there. That'd really help me out. You can check the show out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Check out all the memes on YouTube. You know, you're watching the video, you can see if my face looks like how my voice sounds, right? Just allergies attacking. Isn't juniper what's used to make gin? So I'm, am, am I just allergic to gin flowers? Oh, if that's wrong, people are just going to be laughing at how stupid I sound. <laughs> if you're liking the show and you want to make a donation to it, you can also do that through the buy me a coffee link in the description. And then there's my partnership with Pure Spectrum CBD, who offer the promo code ANXIETYPOD for 15% off your order. Like I've mentioned before, I use like five different products of theirs a day, from moisturizer to their CBD gummies. 
to their salves, S-A-L-V-E, salve, kind of like icy hot, but it makes you calmer and it doesn't make it hot. <laughs> but yeah, check it out if you're interested. I, I fully recommend that that company because I've loved everything that I've tried of theirs. So yeah, now I think it's a good time to go to Ermi. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy. Joining me now on the podcast, I have Ermi Hussan. Ermi, thank you so much for your time and, and thank you for coming on. We're going to be talking about public speaking here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. So we connected over social media and I'd love to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself a little bit to the listeners. Yeah. So, so my name is Ermi Hussain. <laughs> Oh, sorry. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I live in Montreal, Canada. I am a full-time employee in the financial services industry, but I am also a side hustler. So I would say I'm an author. I just published my first book. I also have a blog. I also have a YouTube channel. And I also like to do a lot of things when it comes to self-development. So one of the things that I love to do is work on my public speaking this public speaking skills mm-hmm. and in my free time I also like to do a lot of volunteering activities to support causes such as women's empowerment so I'm an advocate of that and um, in my free time I like to work out read and I am a big big lover of uh, Muay Thai so I do practice Muay Thai when I have uh, that's awesome yeah. good for you. you got a lot going on that's yes I do <laughs> yeah I, I always I always like and, and connect with people who have a lot of things going on outside of work. Uh, my theory on life is just that life is boring unless you fill it in, right? It's a blank canvas and it'll stay blank unless you add to it. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm like that too. Yeah, that's great. So talk to me a little bit about public speaking. You've described to me off the camera a little bit in our discussion about how you have improved your public speaking. What was the impetus for that? Like what what got that started? So basically, uh, because I have an educational background in, in business, uh, it was always required that we knew how to speak in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. And I remember I literally sucked at this. I remember going to my presentation and being super nervous. I was not sure what I was doing. I was not presenting properly. And I would see like people staring at me when I was presenting and I knew that I wasn't doing a good job and then what happened is I attended this workshop where they were talking about public speaking they were talking about Toastmasters and that's what like triggered my attention so it happened that basically I joined I joined this public speaking club back in 2015 but I didn't I did it solely for the sake of having something extra on my curriculum I wasn't really looking forward to improve my public speaking skills (laughs) so I did like I was part of this club for like eight months but I wasn't like I was presenting I was doing presentation but I wasn't getting anything out of it but then what happened is it's like you said like after I started working I just felt like something was missing so back in 2019 I actually went back and I was like you know what I do have a goal in mind and my goal was that I want to do a TED talk so I was like if I want to do a TED talk I need to know how to speak so that's how (laughs) I um, ended up back to Toastmasters so I actually I remember going there for the first time being a 
a disaster, but I've been very committed. It's going to be pretty much four years that I'm part of this club. And I would say, I would say that I've seen tremendous growth in me just in the past four years because I've been so committed and I've been taking on different roles. And I'm also part of the executive team. So I am like the president of the club. So it just gives me also more things to work on, such as leadership skills. So, so yeah. Man, you're very impressive. I mean, it's very easy to uh, get discouraged, right? When you, a lot of people, when they try a skill and they're not good at it immediately, they'll drop it, right? I mean, I'm impressed with your ability to be like, all right, there's just gonna, we just need incremental growth over time. And and if you do one thing slightly better, you know, the next time you will get better at it. So that's impressive. Yes. And actually, that was the thing about me is that here was the thing like I went the first time and I was called to give a mini speech. And I remember I was terrified by the idea. And I was like, I'm not I'm not doing this ever again. (laughs) But I, I think what happened is after I gave that mini speech for two minutes, I was like, you know what, I actually feel good. Even though it was a disaster, I actually do feel good. So I went back. I yeah. didn't die exactly. That was my biggest fear. I was like, I'm probably going to die after this. I didn't die. And so I was like, no, I'm going to be committed with this. I just have to keep going with it and keep moving forward with it. So when I went again the second time to this um, to this meeting, they called me again to speak. And I was like, why me again? And again, <laughs> I was super nervous. So it always, felt, it always feels like it's the first time. But after speaking for like a couple of times I actually realized that it was giving me a little bit of confidence Mm -hmm. and so I was like you know what I have I just have to be determined I just have to think about my long-term goal my end goal and that's how I'm gonna keep pursuing this goal I love that and so is is Toastmasters a, a club that's designed to just get a bunch of people together to improve their public speaking that's what it is Yes, that's exactly what it is. So it's known worldwide. Everyone, like in every country has a Toastmaster club and every like a neighborhood has a Toastmaster club. And basically it's a group of like people that get together like once a week, twice a week, depending on, on the frequency. And they get together and you have people from like different industry, different educational background, different ethnicity who basically just come there and they get together and they just practice like the public speaking skills. But there is actually like an agenda that you follow. So there are like group of people that are organizing this so you have like the vp of education the vp of membership the president who actually work on the side to organize the agenda to assign the role so every time you go to this meeting these are like prepared meetings so you know what you're gonna do and so um, you go there and you you are you have a role so you get to work on the different roles so we do have like different roles such as the grammarian uh, you have the general evaluator you have the table topic session and of course we have a portion for the guests if you have guests that just want to see have a taste of public speaking we also make them talk so that they can see how if they're good enough if they need to work on their public speaking public speaking skills or not that's a, that's awesome, man. It's uh, this is a very different approach. So I, I've covered public speaking on this podcast before, but it was with a woman named Rokita Johnson, who is a public speaking coach. And this and, and this doesn't take anything away from what Rokita was saying. It's just a very different way of doing it. I, I kind of like the the group sense just for me personally because it must be nice to be around other people like everyone in their small moments is is probably talking about how nervous they are right so there's that like group like hey like let's just get better at this together i'm nervous and you're nervous 
Yeah, this is that, that's exactly how it is with Toastmasters, which is why I feel like they know how to make you feel like you are at home. And it's a very non-judgmental place. And what I love the most is that everyone is supporting because everyone went through the same thing. Everyone was they started from the bottom and everyone didn't know how to speak in front of a club. So you have like people from different who has different experience. And basically, so when you, when you go there, you have people that are like they're just newbies and then you have those that have been there since ever but they're there to literally support you and you basically learn from observing each other and seeing how you know they're performing their their presentation you learn by listening you learn by watching other people so that's how we are basically uh that's how this club works you just learn by watching other people that's great it reminds me a lot of uh, i do improv and like improv comedy and and it's a very supportive environment and and yeah we can I I remember what it was like when I was super nervous and so when I see someone who's super nervous I know what to say to them right like I and I'm speaking from experience that hey like just are you having fun that's all that matters like you'll you'll get it you'll figure it out like it's just you're doing fine I I was definitely very nervous but yeah that's I love supporting environment people can really grow Can we talk? I know you've got a lot on your plate. You've got work, you've got friends, you've got family, pets, you've got the people that you make small talk with at the coffee shop or gym. You've got that bird that you see when you wake up every morning outside your window that you've projected things onto. Look at that bird. Doesn't even love its family. It's always by itself. You do that. Everyone does that. Point is, you've got a lot on your plate. Well, that's why there's Instacart, to take a little bit off your plate. Using Instacart, you search for all your favorite foods and things that you need from the grocery store, all online, all while you're looking at that bird, wondering why it hasn't called its mom. And they deliver it to you. They go to the store and do the shopping for you. And they can deliver it in as fast as an hour. And you can sign up by clicking the link in the description, wherever you're listening or watching. And that's a great way of supporting the show. So it's a great way of supporting this show. It's a great way to make your life a little bit easier because we all know that you have so much going on, like wondering whether that bird judges you back. I'm curious about, you know, you're, you're much better at public speaking now. Do you remember what some of your bad habits back from the beginning or some of the things that you needed to work on? Yes, I do remember. And it's something that I heard, I don't know how many times. <laughs> so it, I do have a low voice, like my voice is not loud, I would say. So when I would speak, the problem was that people sitting on the back, they would not hear me. That was the biggest problem. And as much as I tried to like work on that, work with my diaphragm, it was so hard for me. It's like some people, they naturally have that skill, you know, you know, I, they have a loud voice, so they are able to, yeah, that's me. Voice to the- every work call, <laughs> my fiance will come and close the door because I'm too loud. <laughs> exactly. So mine is not like that. So it was something that I was persistently told. I was like, you know, you have to work on this. Like you're you're not that loud. People cannot hear you. So I watch a couple of videos, but it's a lot of work. If I have to tell the truth, like working with your abs and, you know, with your diaphragm and knowing how to like project 
your your voice to the back of the room it's it's very very hard and it's something mm-hmm. that I've been working on a lot because at the end of the day it's not what you say but it's how you say it mm-hmm. and it's important that you have like a good like uh, volume of your voice and you know good vocal variety as well that's very very important because that's what people hear so that has been something that I really really tr- have been trying to work on but the problem is that then we had the pandemic so we didn't go anywhere so we have been doing all this public speaking meetings online so it's again it's like I see I feel like I still haven't addressed this issue properly so once we go back on site then I will see if I if I did get or better I did get better or not I'm sure you did I mean (laughs) putting in all this time and energy I'm I'm sure you did for sure yeah tell me a little bit about so someone will they they know what they're being asked to talk about or present or or there there is an agenda for the meeting but how does the feedback come in is it just everyone sitting around sort of says hey well, you know one good thing and one thing to work on kind of thing yeah so basically how the feedback works is that every time someone speaks let's say you give a prepared speech where you have to like give a speech of between 5 to seven minutes after you have done the speech we each one of us receives like an evaluation form so it's a very short form it takes literally a minute or two to complete it and you just have to say like what worked uh, well what didn't work well and points of improvements so you always receive a feedback from everyone every time you speak and then we have another portion which is called Called the table topic session which consists of practicing your impromptu speeches so basically we have someone designated for that day who's going to ask you some question and you have to give some impromptu speeches on the spot and you'll be instantly evaluated by someone so you really have to work on your active listening skills mm-hmm. so you'll listen to that person you have to give an instant evaluation in one minute so you have to tell them what went well what didn't went, what didn't go well and we have to give a point of improvement and then we have a portion which is called the general evaluation where basically we have someone who gives an evaluation of the whole meeting and just says like what everyone did and how they performed and this is how we learn we learn by this constructive feedback that we receive throughout the throughout the meeting basically so it's pretty much like the 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 feedback are pretty much done throughout the whole meeting so they so that we can like take this feedback and incorporate them and so that we so that we can be better next time that's great yeah well talk to me a little bit about your your confidence level i'm sure you know when when you're first getting up there you're very anxious right this is a podcast about anxiety what has helped i I mean first i want to hear what might have been going through your head the first couple times you're standing up there and then what has helped improve that Definitely the first couple of times I was super, super anxious. Like I cannot explain you how anxious I was about it. And I was every time I was speaking, I was like, why am I torturing myself with this? But then I still wanted to go forward with it. So I still did. You You feel alive when you do that. Yeah, exactly. So I was still like anxious super nervous like I would tell people that oh my gosh I'm so nervous I'm probably gonna die after this <laughs> and I remembered my hands becoming like sweaty and, mm-hmm. you know like it, I, would, I would like shake a little bit I would feel my my heartbeat like going super fast mm-hmm. and so I was very very nervous but I think the way I was able to handle this nervousness or this anxiety was just by going there and actually performing because I felt like that if I was never standing up 
and I was just sitting and watching people, I was never going to like face this fear. Mm-hmm. So this is what kept kept me going. It was just the fact that, you know, every time there was a role to take, I would never like sit back and be like, no, no, I don't want to do it. I would actually say yes, even though inside I was like, oh my gosh, what did what am I doing to myself? <laughs> yeah. Right. So your is brain what... is arguing with your mouth, being like, <laughs> why, why did why did we say yes to this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so even then I was like, you know what, if I want to deal with this fear, if I want to be like fearless when it comes to public speaking, I have to deal with that. And the only, only way to face it is really if you, if you face it, it's just going up there and speaking. And so this is what I did. And I feel like I'm glad that I did that because it's, it was only through time and through a lot of practice that I was able to like conquer the fear. Mm-hmm. Not that now I'm not that fearful. I, I am still fearful when it comes to public speaking. I still do feel a little bit of anxiety, but I also feel very excited when it comes yeah. to Yeah. That's this is the feeling that I'm getting now that I'm like, oh yeah, we have to do like uh, public speaking, something in public speaking. Yeah, I'm down for it. I'm I'm the first one to raise my hand. And so, and I feel like it really helped me also to deal with other things in my personal life. Like even doing podcasts, it was something that I never saw myself doing, but now I get invited into different podcasts and, and you need to know how to answer a question properly when you're doing podcast shows. So I feel like it has also helped me in that aspect of my life as well. That's great. Uh, I, I'm so impressed uh, with your ability to, to push through. Yeah, you, you you beat me to my next question, which w- was like, how has working on public speaking affected your personal life, right? at a Let's say you're at a party where you don't know many people or at your day job. I mean, has that improved? Are you able to speak up more in meetings and, and has it carried over a bit? Yeah, I would say that when it comes to like, parties and stuff like that I'm generally like a very extroverted person so I'm I don't get worried about that okay but I do feel like it did help me when it comes to like my work especially because I feel like it did help me to like speak up whenever I did not feel like something was right so I think mm-hmm. that just by doing public speaking it just gave me a little bit of more confidence of like standing up for myself and being an advocate for myself which is what I have been doing since I've been since I've been working in the financial services industry so it did help me in that sense as well and so we had situation where like I would have to speak up I had to say things that I was not okay with that with with those things and so I feel like I did have the courage to speak up but I, but I think it came from the fact that I kept going with the public speaking so it did mm-hmm. give me that confidence uh, to you know to face these things that we have in our daily life. Yeah, I love that. And that also, you know, when you start standing up in meetings and pointing things out that are incorrect, people notice you more and and you get thought of as a a leader on your team. And that's how advancement comes. So that's such a great tool. And that's awesome that it's, it's working for you there. One of life's mysteries is that birthdays always find me unprepared, catch me unprepared. I don't go on Facebook as much, so I, I don't notice them as much. But I want I want to express my love and, and appreciation for friends and family. That wasn't part of the copy. I'm just saying it. <laughs> year after year, month after month, even when I see it coming, I'm not ready. Am I a jerk? Yes and no. <laughs> Why do things have to be so black and white for you? But I've got great news, friends. 
Introducing monthly card subscriptions from the Cardist Studio. Join the service that delivers the card and the stamp that you'll need to your door. No more errands. Uh, who wants more errands? I don't know why, but I'm starting to think of errands as a kid's name. Errands, go back to bed. <laughs> okay, but here's how it works. You choose your categories. From birthdays and celebrations to love and encouragement. Or select their full collections and have those thank you notes and just because cards at the ready. Those ones are always so nice. Like when you get a card for doing something and it's just like a small little heads up. Or, or token of appreciation. It genuinely makes you feel really good. And best of all, you would never get caught cardless again. Let me repeat, you'll never get caught cardless again. Try to say that a bunch of times in a row. You'll never get caught cardless again. Monthly card subscriptions from as little as $8 per month for the card and the stamp. Delivered to you. TheCardistStudio.com shop subscriptions. And you can use the promo code ANXIETYPOD for 15% off your originating order. What would you recommend to someone who who either wants to do public speaking or is just is doing it and is just like terrified? I think that the fear will always be there no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are like public speaking coach out there, a lot of them. But I think for me, I think the best way to start with public speaking is just by starting from clubs, from like public speaking clubs, like Toastmaster, because you get to meet people that are like you. Mm -hmm. So you feel like a little bit more included. You feel like less alone in this journey. So I always suggest people to start with those things. And what I like, especially about the Toastmaster is that it's so highly recognized, like worldwide, that when employers see it on your resume, or you tell them that, look, I go to the Toastmaster club, it just shows that you're someone who's like advocating for yourself. You're working on your public speaking you're working to develop yourself so it gives you like a little bit of an advantage I would say and so I remember like even when I went to the interviews I would say this and people would look at me well like wow you're doing all this and stuff like this because people know what it is mm -hmm. and so I would suggest for anyone who wants to like start with public speaking is to start with like this type of groups they are small groups like there are some groups that are like 20 people there are those that have like I don't know 50 there are those that have only 10 people you can start with those when you can see how you feel about it you know you want to see if you feel comfortable and you have to start small you have to start by taking small roles and maybe it will be messy at the beginning but then you will see the improvement like when you see the improvement you start feeling proud of yourself and mm -hmm. that and you start like telling yourself, this is good that I did this and, and you feel very happy about it. And, and that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it like, easy. uh, working out. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, when there's times that you don't, you haven't worked out in a while and then getting started stinks and you, it hurts. Right. But then when you see like, Oh, I've like dropped a couple pounds, you're like, Oh, yeah. okay. All right. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That, 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 exactly. That's how I feel. It's that you feel motivated and mm -hmm. you feel motivated and you feel encouraged as well. So I think they both go hand in hand, but I think 
I think the thing about working in a small, small group is that all these people are there to support you, like literally. And this is what I think the foundation of Toastmasters is, is that it's a network of people that it's there to support you and they want you like to transform yourself in a distinguished speaker, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Tell me a little bit about your book. So my book, I actually published this book two months ago. Congratulations. Thank you. And it was self-published. I never thought I was going to publish it at least now, but I I don't know. I woke up one day and I think I got inspired by this other girl. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm just gonna publish it on my own. I don't need anyone. So I read <laughs> I read this book that says how to write a book in 30 days. And so then I was like, I read that book and right away I went to write mine. And basically in this book, uh, I talk about how I found my identity because I am a Turk culture kid. So I do have like two ethnicity, two cultural background in me. So sometimes I did struggle a little bit like fitting in both worlds. So I do talk about little episodes that happened to me when I was a kid. And so I, I was like, it was easy to write it because it's just about my own personal experience. And so after writing it, I contacted uh, some people, like an editor on uh, Fever. I asked her, like, please help me out to edit it, to format it. She was super helpful. And then after literally 30 days or five weeks, I published the book. So I was like, wow, that's so cool. (laughs) I mean, that's another topic that I should do on this podcast. I mean, trying to get a sense of where you fit in when you have more than one culture, right? I'm Mm -hmm. I'm sure. I mean, uh, I would imagine that would cause a lot of anxiety. It does. And even uh, writing the book itself was something that was not easy for me. There were voices in my head thinking, oh, it's it's not the time. How will people think of you? You know, there's always these worries about what people will think, the judgment that that comes from it. But I was like, I think if I do this, it will help someone. And for me, just writing the book itself was very therapeutic because it was like journaling, you know, so I was sharing like a lot of things from my childhood. So it was therapeutic. And so it helped me a little bit, you know, to deal with anxiety at the same time and I would say it gave me also a lot of courage because I think to talk about like you know your own childhood is not always easy Mm. and but I knew that at the end that whatever I was writing could be relatable for other people so I was like sure not yeah there's got to be I mean millions of people that can connect with that that could benefit from that so that's that's impressive yeah so how uh how close do you think you're getting to uh, getting that TED talk going? I mean, the, <laughs> your book subject sounds like a great te- TED talk. It, that is what I want to talk about in my TED talk. So I keep telling I'm going to do this TED talk. I've been saying it for the past four years. I don't, to be honest, I don't know, but I'm hoping before I'm 35 years old. So I'm not going to tell you how old I am right now. Okay. But before, <laughs> before I'm 35, I'm hoping I, I have delivered this TED talk because I, it's it's there it's been always there and I always say to everyone so that so at least I manifested that you know I'm gonna be mm-hmm. giving this step up very soon <laughs> yeah well I have an aunt that's been tw- uh, 35 for 25 years so <laughs> it's always <laughs> you know it's age is just a number yeah age is just a number yeah <laughs> <laughs> well I, I've really enjoyed this conversation you have a lot going on and it's very impressive and it's very inspiring to to see someone pushing themselves. I, I, I 
I think that's, it's so inspiring. I just want to make sure, is there anything you think I'm missing related to your improvement with public speaking, anxiety related to that, or uh, anything else you'd like to share? No, I think all I want to say is that when it comes to anxiety, it is something that will always be there, but there are ways that we can, there are things that we can do in our life to cope with it. And I think one of them is really just to follow what you like. And I think for me, you know, doing public speaking, meeting meeting people from different backgrounds was something that really helped me and they really did make me feel comfortable and also when it comes to anxiety doing things like working out or journaling that's a great way I would say journaling is one thing that I actually started a couple of months ago because I had like severe anxiety and I would say that writing down all my thoughts really helped me and and it is a habit that I have adopted because I think it's important to deal with these things and there are very good benefits when it comes to journaling so I would say like journaling doing things that you love working out all good stuff yeah Yeah. treating yourself well it, it goes a long way for sure yes yeah. Do you have any social media or anything like that you'd like to mention? You don't have to if, if that's not something. <laughs> I do have plenty. So I, okay. do have, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have LinkedIn. So people can connect with me on LinkedIn. It's just my name. So Ormi Hosein. I also have a YouTube channel, which is called Ormi Hosein. I have my blog, which is called myways.ca. I do have an Instagram account as well, which is like a personal Instagram account, but it, anyone can follow me. It's called Urma Mio. And of course, if anyone wants to buy my book, it's available on Amazon. Awesome. Well, such a pleasure chatting with you. And yeah, let's stay in touch. Yes. Yeah, uh, you know, after listening to to Ermi, it makes me interested in in Toastmasters. It sounds like such a great tool and organization because everyone going there wants to get better. And even if they're further down the line, they know how you feel at this point, right? If you're a beginner, it's kind of an added bonus of improv for me is that it's helped me with my public speaking and hold that thought for the weird thing giving me anxiety this week. Before I get there, I want to remind you of my other podcast called Death Space Filling the Void. If you're liking the show and you want to make a donation, you can make a donation through the Buy Me a Coffee link in the description. Pure Spectrum, it's the CBD company that I, I've been partnered with. They have the promo code ANXIETYPOD for 15% off your order. Fully recommend all their products. I'm a huge fan and I really think you will too. Instacart, if you want to sign up for home delivery for groceries, you can do that through the link in the description. Doing it that way tells Instacart that this show sent you, which also helps support the show. And then there's the Carter Studio, who also offer the promo code ANXIETYPOD for 15% off your initial order. Initial. So yeah, weird thing that caused me anxiety, or is going, is causing me anxiety this week. So family's coming to visit. Parents, both sisters, extremely excited about that. They haven't seen our house in Charleston. Can't wait. It's going to be a great time. But one of the things we're doing, I'm performing improv, and they're going to come to the show. And it's just like very different when you know someone, right? Because you're acting like a complete fool. You're, you're losing yourself in the moment, and that's what makes it so fun. But people you know are are there. It can be, it can take you out of it a little bit, right? Not that they're going to judge me or anything, but it's just something that I'm working through and hopefully goes well. Because bad improv is, oh, it's the worst. <laughs> well as always thank you so much for listening thank you to ermi have a great week and i'll talk to you on thursday bye